This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 310 The Life of a Product. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Welcome back to the program. I'm Jason Lynette, and my number one goal this week is to help you to break through the frustration and the overwhelm that so many people inside of this hypnotic industry are facing. When I talk to them about the scalability of their hypnosis businesses, where so often people get stuck into the model of dollars for hours. This week's episode is all about product creation, product design, how it is that you can take what you do to an even greater audience. Now, I'm about to break this up into two components, though. Part number one of this entire presentation you're about to listen to is all about understanding the stages of learning that I found if you know where you are in the process of education, that alone starts to break through some of the overwhelm that people would often face. The second step is officially the life cycle of a product, which is a preview. We start with the seed of the idea, which then becomes the concept of the product, then evolves into the actual deliverable. Then we start to create it. Then we can launch it. And then comes the fun part, scaling up that success. What you're about to listen to is the audio of a video presentation, which you're welcome to continue listening to this in podcast form. Though, if you're a bit more of a visual learner, head over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 310, 310. That'll redirect over to the show notes of this specific episode over at worksmarthypnosis.com, which scroll down a bit, you'll see the entire video presentation is there for you to interact with. This is all in part of the upcoming hypnotic products training that I'm offering at HypnoThoughts Live 2021. It's happening after the conference in August 2011 in Las Vegas. You can find all the details about this event over at hypnoticproducts.com and check out as well htlive.net, the largest hypnosis convention in the entire galaxy. We'll set aside country, let's go bigger than that entire galaxy. So with that, let's jump directly into this week's episode. If you continue listening, you're going to pick everything up. If you're a visual learner, worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 310. But here we go. Episode number 310, all about hypnotic products, the life of a product. You know, it's kind of an interesting thing that inside of the hypnosis and hypnotherapy profession, we often get off into a dialogue about the idea of limiting beliefs, that somewhere in the mind of our client is some sort of belief system that's holding them back. And this might be something that's conscious, it might be something that's unconscious, that somewhere in their mind there's an idea that's holding them back that maybe they're not good enough to create this change or perhaps some sort of belief system that perhaps they don't yet have the resources to make something happen. When you really think about the changes that we create within our clients, we're basically showing people that they have more options and more strategies than what they perhaps gave themselves credit for. Though, let's talk about a much bigger limitation inside of hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And it's a limitation on the practitioner that for the most of you that are out there, you have a limitation of time and energy. And here's what I mean by this, that perhaps there you are as a hypnotist working with clients one by one. Perhaps you're in an area where you can now do that once again in person, one-to-one, -one, though for the majority of us, we've taken our businesses online, working with clients perhaps all around the world thanks to online video technologies. Yet again, inside of that business model, working with clients one-by-one, one, 
there's a limitation that we ought to address here. The limitation of time and energy. Because think about this for a moment. There you are working with a client, and if you're working with that client, it means there's millions of other people that you're not working with at that specific point in time. It means that if you're working with a client, yes, perhaps by the nature of getting paid for your service, you're getting paid for that specific amount of time, yet the time that you're not actively seeing a client, the time where you're actively going through the mechanisms of running your business, you're kind of fingers crossed hoping that someone new books. And the whole purpose of this message here today is to start to think a whole lot bigger about the nature of the business that you can run as a hypnotist, which is where now let's talk about the idea of a life of a product. Here's what I mean by this. As soon as you start to understand the nature of the life of a product, you know where you are in the shape of your business journey in terms of scaling up something bigger and better into the future. So the whole topic I'm here to talk about today is the idea of creating passive income products. Because think about this for a moment. What if you could be there actively working with your clients as perhaps you already have the passion to do, I do as well, and yet during that time, what would happen differently if you had the ability to serve an even greater audience that's out there? What if the fact that even as you're there working with your clients one-to-one, -one, other people are getting value from you even while you're working with somebody else, even while you're relaxing around family and friends, even while you're asleep. And that's what the whole purpose of this life of a product talk is all about. Because it's where over the years talking with people in this industry and being someone who's put out many different products over the years myself, I've had many people express that they feel frustrated by the idea. They don't know where to get started. They're confused in terms of where to begin or even what platforms to make use of. Or even perhaps here's this idea, but once they start to see everything that has to happen in order to put out a product, they feel an even greater sense of frustration at that point. And I understand that because when I first began, I felt this incredible overwhelm that you get into the idea of passive income streams and product creation, product design, launching videos, putting out audios, and suddenly here's all the things you didn't realize you were going to have to become an expert on. Yet, as a result of this, from teaching hypnosis to people all over the world, through running business communities inside of the hypnotic profession as well, what I found is that if people have frameworks going into this, and on top of that, if they have the guidance to go into this life cycle of a product even better, they can go from idea to income even faster. And that's entirely what this presentation here is all about. So to have the idea to go with the systems and the mindsets necessary to make this happen, which this is all a bit of a preview for hypnotic products. This is a live in-person event that's going to be happening later this year in 2021. And it's actually a class that I've offered just a few times over the last couple of years in terms of inviting people into a space and working with them one-to-one -one inside of that group coaching environment to again, go from idea to income even faster. So it's all about that hands-on attention, and it's all about that personalized coaching. Hypnotic Products is going to be part of HypnoThoughts Live 2021 happening in Las Vegas. It's right after the conference, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's going to be August 3rd and 4th. And for further details, make sure you head over to hypnoticproducts.com. That page has all the details because this is not just a two-day in-person event. It's also ongoing education as well as ongoing private consulting that's all packaged together inside of this Hypnotic Products event. Again, check that out at hypnoticproducts.com. The reason why this is a live in-person event 
And yes, from the guy who has thousands of people inside of his private online communities, you know, by way of passive streams. This is still a live in-person event for me because I've seen people, again, go from idea to income even faster when they've got that one-to-one -one attention. So in addition to having that group environment of the entire team supporting you, I'll be there by your side to get you through the pitfalls of what many people run into frustration with this idea of products. Though before we get into this life cycle idea, let's talk about stages of learning, which this might be new to some of you. It might be a little bit of a familiar idea to few. Yet again, by going through this, we're going to set the stage for everything I'm about to talk about inside of hypnotic products. Stages of learning. So when we first begin to learn something, we begin from a place of unconscious incompetence. And I love the phrase that describes this phase. It's that you don't yet know what you don't yet know. And it's kind of a happy place because you're not aware of something out there that does exist. Yet to your knowledge, you know, it just doesn't exist yet. We could simply use the clinical term of ignorance here, which is neither good nor bad. It's just that you don't yet know. Yet as soon as we have the idea that there's something we would like to create, now we move into a place in terms of product creation, product design of conscious incompetence where maybe now at this stage of the game, you probably might know in terms of product cycles, you might know some of the digital platforms that you could use to release it. You might know a little bit more about the market to whom you'll be selling. You might have a few insights in terms of what that audience responds to and what that audience doesn't yet respond to, yet you're still kind of in an early, let's call it incubation phase of building out what you're soon going to be building out. So from that place of conscious incompetence, now we start to kind of muscle our way through the movements of everything, and we end up now in a place of conscious competence. We're now, again, we're kind of muscling our way through. We're counting ourselves through the dance steps. We can put something out there, but we're still kind of, you know, digging our heels into the systems of this, and it's taking a lot more effort. And it's where over time, over time, we eventually reach that beautiful place of unconscious competence, where we just do it. You know, the nature of like riding a bike. Some parts of it are a little wobbly at first. It may have a few stumbles and fall down moments, but eventually you get to a place where, as the saying goes, riding a bike is just like riding a bike. Which, as you look at these stages of learning here, keep this in mind really for any educational event you go through. I, I cover this inside of my certification trainings for new hypnotists. And it's where we start to break out of a binary of, I don't know how to do that, to kind of recognizing where we are inside of the systems of our own learning, which even as you consider these steps here, I'll tell a quick anecdote that illustrates everything I'm about to talk about and kind of the foundation behind why I now teach this stuff. The very first time I put out a digital online course, it took us like nine months to make it kind of work. The second one we put out, once the videos were produced and, you know, filmed and everything, content creation, we'll put that into a different category. But in terms of actually rolling out the course once everything was filmed, the first one took nine months. The second one, three days. Why? Because we knew what we were doing now. When nowadays I can send off to my digital team, my programmer, my outsourcers and such, we'll talk about that here in a bit, the ability that I can just simply broadcast out to say, hey, make me one like this. Here's this product that I've already got. Change out the images, change out the colors and fonts, and we're good to go. Just, you know, swap out the videos. So here's the idea in terms of where we're going inside of the life cycle of a product. It all begins with the seed. And from that seed, we then move into a place of coming up with a concept. I'm going to break these down step by step here in a moment, so stick with me in a bit. From the initial seed, we then have the concept. Then from there, we start to go into that natural cycle of evolution, 
How do we take these ideas now and let them now evolve into something that then becomes something tangible that people can then interact with? From there, we then move into a place of creation. So it's only here in this really fourth step that we start to actually you know, put things on paper, turn on the cameras, turn on the microphone, start to produce the images and such. So there's a cycle to this. And again, before I even go through this entire list here, the whole goal of this is if you know where you are at any point in the life cycle of a product, it's going to take down that overwhelm. It's going to take down that frustration. It's going to bring you from idea to income even faster. But then from evolution, now we're into launch. So this is where now we're actually sharing it with the world around us. But my favorite part, it doesn't stop there because the final stage of this is all about scale, which again, I'm about to break each one of these down step by step so you can understand the systems, the thinking, the philosophy behind all of this. So the benefit of knowing this ahead of time is that when you're still in that brainstorming process, when you're still in that brainstorming process, you now know how to start to narrow down your ideas. You now know how to take the parts of that bigger overwhelm bubble <laughs> and break it down to the individual moving pieces. And like the movie, What About Bob? Break it down to those baby steps. So here we go. Let's start off with seed. The whole idea of seed is this is where that initial spark, this is where that initial idea first takes shape. And without this first seed of an idea, you know, it might not have much opportunity to take off, which the seed can come from many different places. First of all, you might have discovered over the years that as a hypnotist, you have a very specific expertise in like one very specific thing. And you might have the idea that you'd like to start to change the shape of your business. Let me sidebar off of this for a moment, because changing the shape of your business, first of all, what that could mean would be that now you could compartmentalize, you could sort of productize this idea, this protocol of yours, and now let a larger audience start to make use of what you've figured out. You kind of might have your own systems of doing something. This is one example. And now you have the idea of going out to a much broader market. So the idea of going from one to one to one to many, that might be a specific seed. One of the favorite sources of a entrepreneurial seed that I've ever seen though, and one that I've done myself a few times over, is you might start to find an untapped market. Maybe suddenly something's in the news or some breakthrough is had, and you suddenly realize here's this common problem that many people are trying to resolve. And what if there was a way, the answer is probably yes, most likely, what if there is a way that hypnosis could help someone to do that faster and easier? So do you see where the seed of an idea can come from different places? It may be something internal, as in here's your passion, it's something you want to share with more people. But then again, it might be something external where you're noticing here's a specific, you know, health industry, here's a specific niche down health concern. And you're realizing that if you could create a hypnotic product for that specific industry, yes, there's a lot of money to be had, but there's a bigger, nobler concept that now you can help many people inside of that community. So going after an untapped market and asking yourself, how can hypnosis help to solve that? The sidebar in terms of business, what if you could change the nature of your business, which this is exactly what I've done in the recent months. What if you could change the shape of your business so that now the main entry point to your entire structure of your income is that your clients are now going through a product and then the people inside of that product who have already paid you are now elevating to the place of now working with you one-to-one. -one. You've heard of a sales funnel, perhaps. The mindset here is position yourself at the end of the funnel. 
It's a beautiful place to run your business from. That's exactly what I've done the last couple of years. So there's easy to go after markets, of course, too, which yes, there's a ton of stop smoking offers. There's a ton of weight loss offers, a ton of stress relief programs. This really does prove market viability. So inside of hypnotic products, we'll be talking about figuring out your, what they call USP, unique selling proposition, or as we like to call it, What's your secret sauce? What's unique about you? Why should they buy from you? What's your unique story as to every reason why they need what you have to offer? So we start with that idea of a seed. Then from there, we go into the concept. So let's look at this idea of concept and let's step away from for a moment from the idea of just income and passive income and you know dollars on a spreadsheet and our accounting and so forth. Because I really insist that you start this journey by also talking about the user experience. What's the client's story before? What's the user experience afterwards? If you cannot define that, you're gonna have a hard time selling it. I'm not saying it can't be done, but if you can describe the user experiences to they start here, they end up there, this is what their story is going to be. Once you've defined that, you have an even easier task to then identify who are those people in the market with a specific pain point for what you're looking to resolve to, again, as we like to say here, move from idea to income. So the whole idea of storytelling, there's a classic principle that comes out of American theater, the three-act structure. Act one, introduce the hero. Act two, get the hero up in a tree. Act three, get them down. Most stories can follow a similar through line. The tree is optional. But the idea of what's their conflict and where are we going to move them out of that and how are we going to get them there? So, so notice again, we haven't yet really gotten into the details in terms of technology. What camera do I buy? Which, yes, we'll be talking about that stuff inside of hypnotic products. But getting into the details of understanding the concept of the journey of the client. Once you understand that, so much of the rest of this process starts to fall into play. What I've seen most often, people try to go from seed to scale and you're seeing now there's several steps in between. So it's great to sell, but then again, it's even greater to hear the stories. I mean, think about this. You've probably bought something from somebody at some point, and in the process of spending your money with that vendor, you were thanking them because you already knew how well it was going to go. If you can understand the hero's journey that your client is going to be going through, you speak their language, you understand who they are, Market research comes into this too. You know where they're gathering. You know who the gurus are in that industry. You can have all your questions answered in advance in terms of your marketing plan, even just by defining the concept. So now we move into a place of evolution. So this is usually where people's roadblock comes into play. We're now, we're going from the idea of it, from the initial steps, but now we're moving into the evolution of getting into some of the content creation which is really the next step here. But even before that, we've got to start to map out our journey. So concept, we've talked about the user experience, evolution. We have to talk about the business experience. This is, again, where many people start to hit a roadblock. And there's a bit of a metaphor, a story that comes to mind here of the movie director, James Cameron, the man who did the movie Titanic. And it's more specifically the story of his movie Avatar, which the idea for the movie Avatar was formed a whole lot of years ago. Yet he basically, if the story is right, he had to delay the production of that movie like 15 or 20 years because the technology did not exist yet to make that movie. Basically, he and his production team had to invent the technology in order to even film this movie that he had the idea of 
many years ago. And when I first heard that, it was kind of in my head laughing because for one of my core products that I offer, there was a specific user experience that I was very insistent upon. This sort of marketing style of if-then, such that once you buy something of mine, you don't tend to see ads for it, and how to do that actually on-site inside of a membership portal. Well, I got so caught up in the idea of that, and to be fair, it's played out quite exceptionally well over the years, but I got so caught up in the idea of that, that there was no sort of off-the-shelf product solution to deliver that kind of product. I had to kind of Frankenstein many different technology sources together and hire the right people to basically build it so we could actually put out the product. Now, I tell that story not to say, here's my James Cameron moment, but my heart will go on for hypnotic products. How about that? So the idea, though, of, again, defining the user experience, there's two ways of going about this evolution. One could be the way that I did it, which is not always the best one and why I do it differently nowadays, of I had defined the user experience so specifically that we kind of had to invent the technology to make it happen. Meanwhile, in recent years, I've been finding the off-the-shelf, easier-to-produce products, product solution platforms that are out there, and check this out, designing my products to fit inside of these easier solutions. This is part of why myself and my team were able to put things out even faster. This is why many of my students over the years are also putting things out faster. Because as soon as we understand the frameworks, you've maybe in previous videos heard me talk about the idea of defining the universe and then operating within that, that if you create the structure of it, then it becomes even easier to get out there and produce that. So if we understand the user experience, and if we then start to match it up with the technology that we're comfortable with, this evolution cycle becomes even easier. So now here's where it starts to get more fun, into creation. Which, if you've been following my story in the last couple of months, I basically shut my office down for six weeks to take a live training event that I'd been doing for a bunch of years and turn that into a new product and then also create the entire universe around it to bring people into that product. So this part, I'll tell you, is often the easiest part for a lot of hypnotists once they stop standing in their own way. So often they start to overcomplicate the system, they find themselves trying to reinvent the wheel, and that's part of why I offer hypnotic products as a live training event. You know, and once you have some strategies to make it easier, and I've said this for years, frameworks equal freedom. You wanna go off and produce audio programs, which, mind you, hypnotic products is not just about creating single-use audio programs though you could use everything I'm about to share with you to create your own single-use audio programs. Of course you could. What hypnotic products, what the mindset, mindset is this in terms of a life cycle of a product, is think about what's going to be different for not just your income, because yes, you can charge more for what I'm about to describe, but you can provide an even greater experience for your client without even having to be there when you're giving them a system. Here's an idea of this. Here's their quick start video that's going to teach them exactly how to make use of the product they just purchased, which a side note off of that, there's a concept called onboarding. If you've seen any of my business stuff before, you've likely heard me talk about onboarding. The benefit of onboarding is the mindset that you are continuing to sell your product even once they're already inside of your product. In the onboarding sequence, you're going, here's where to start, here's where you should go next, here's what your result is going to be. The better you onboard, the more likely you turn your returns and you know refund requests virtually into zero. The better you onboard the product, the least issue you're going to have with people being unhappy with it. Because now you're, check this out, you're training people to actually use the thing that they just purchased. 
How about that? <laughs> Which we know our stuff works. Let's put it into use. So if you had a framework to consistently create high value every time you turned on the microphone and produced an audio program, if you had a framework for the structures of a video, if you had the frameworks to start to do some of this NLP thinking of chunking down and chunking up, to take the entire concept of a thing you want to share. One of my markets, I want to teach entrepreneurs how to use hypnotic language patterns for influence. As soon as I chunk that down into four major categories and I chunk that down even further, that's what became the influence training that I now offer to entrepreneurs outside of the hypnotic industry all around the world, which again, that's that sort of funnel point that then all of my clients are mostly coming from these days. So once we do that chunking down and chunking up, once you have the frameworks, this creation cycle becomes a whole lot easier. Plus, if you kind of know the tricks of the trade and the tools that the pros are using, you can get there even faster. Recording content, writing material, coordinating with outsourcers, these are those things in that creation step that for many people I found that's where they're overwhelmed, that's when their sort of burnout would start to kick in and they would never go to the next final steps. But from this creation cycle now, it becomes fun. It becomes a game. There's a quote from Lorne Michaels, the longtime producer of Saturday Night Live. He says, whether we're ready or not, the show goes live at 1130. Which brings us to the fifth step of the life cycle of a product, launch. So this is where you get to sell it. You've now produced it. You've now created it. You've now packaged it. And it is ready for launch. Now, it used to be that the idea was in your brain. And now you're able to get it out into the world. And really the mindset here is you're empowering a much larger conversation of an exchange of energy. People are spending their time, energy, and money to get use of your knowledge, your insights, your skills, your talents, and your abilities. But the difference is now, this is that beautiful place that so many of us strive for inside of our businesses, where we have that passive income machine. Here's this thing that maybe just sits on a sales page. Maybe you've developed some sort of fancy funnel sequence, which we'll be talking about that inside of hypnotic products as to where they start, where they end up. Systems in terms of earning money while you're actually promoting your larger scalable project. So this whole section of launch is one you actually get to do time and time again. But I'll tell you right now, I do have products that I don't promote that heavily. And the only reason why is because I have other projects that I'm more excited about. But think about this for a moment. Those products still exist somewhere on a website. And on a monthly basis, people are still, yes, they're buying those products. But even more importantly, too, they're benefiting from those products. And this is all happening. And this is that sort of systematic snowball way of thinking that's driven so much of my business ever since originally opening up. I typically am only ever adding a newer level on top of the existing business. Very rarely do I have to cut out the bottom cycle. Even in the midst of 2021, as I'm moving from Virginia down to Florida and closing down the physical office of Virginia Hypnosis and still able to maintain it entirely as an online property, working with clients one-to-one -one by way of webcams all around the world, which is kind of the nature of where the business was even dating back to March 2020 before a pandemic swept through the entire world. I was going to say universe, but there's no traces yet in space that we know of. Now that I've said that, sorry. <laughs> but this exchange, we're now, we're providing a value. Now we're providing a benefit. Now we have the ability to reach even more people. And again, they continue to receive that benefit so often without our actual effort. But step number six is where this gets absolutely exciting, scale. 
to scale this up. So this is the ability to really increase the reach of this. This is where the real profitability often comes. And I'll tell you, watching a lot of people in the hypnotic profession, even some of the people you would identify as being sort of rock star instructors and trainers in this industry, this is the part I would tell you, and yes, I'm grouping myself into this, this is the part I would tell you that maybe only like, I'd say two dozen people really understand in this industry. The ability that, well, the fault, limiting belief where we started this, where so many people are thinking way too small in terms of what they do. They've got one audience, they've got one product that goes to them, and that's basically it. Scale is, again, about increasing the reach of this. It's where you ask yourself, what does this product satisfy? And the follow-up question is, who does that remind me of? Who else is out there that might benefit from this product? Which, you've got a couple of options there. You could start to expand that marketing to like-minded niche markets and maybe explain to them why, yes, this was built for this one market, yet here's why I'm now offering it to you. There's one option. Option number two would be that, again, remember my story of nine months to three days? You could have this core product that suddenly now you might realize by changing a few videos inside of it, you could actually completely flip that product and offer it to an entirely different market. Maybe the core content is the same, but maybe the introduction videos, maybe some of the downloads are different. And suddenly now you might have one product, which is then customized for several different industries. And again, transparency the whole way through so they know exactly what they're receiving. Or one of the things that is driving the majority of my business right now going on so many different radio programs, podcast appearances, blogging, you know, taking what I do to so many other markets and niche worlds and asking myself the fact of the old vaudeville line, what's the question of the amateur changes their act, the professional changes their audience. So how do you take what you do to an even bigger audience inside of this, inside of the course? We're going to talk about modifying your product for other markets. We're also going to talk about affiliates and even large-scale promotion. What is it you could do to actually now find the other gurus and like-minded industries and start to make use of their audiences as well, which is a preview. So often, I'm quite happy to pay a rather handsome affiliate to these people. Here's the story of someone who had me on a webinar for the members inside of his paid community. I paid this person about 50% affiliate for every person who bought my products. We sold quite a number of them, but the real thinking is, Having made several sales to that group, that's an audience that I couldn't have gotten in front of. And the fact that he got a handsome payout as a result of this, we're going to be doing again rather, rather soon. So the ability to think even bigger. So as you look at this entire system here, do you start to see some of the places where the overwhelm and the frustration can start to fall apart? Because the mistake is to focus just on that end goal of, I want passive income. But if you know where you are inside of that journey it becomes a whole lot easier to get there from seed to concept, from concept to evolution, to then creation, to then launching, and then to scale. You know, there's a story that I've told on the podcast here before. It's a story that actually comes out of modern literature. It's a story of a princess who was being held against her will and try as she might, she could not break free. This story does follow a bit of an old stereotype that yes, there was a man on a journey to save her. Her loved one, her soon-to-be husband, was on this journey to save her, but even though he was known for his strength, even though he was known for his ability to solve problems, even he could not help her break free. 
And this man, whenever he got close to saving his loved one, this woman of royal descent, he would discover a note. Every time he thought he was so close to saving her, he'd discover a note that read, I'm sorry, the princess is in another castle. And it's where at this point of the story, this man, along with his brother, not just regular brothers, the two of them plumbers, Super Mario Brothers. Along this journey, there'd be the moment where Luigi, the green one, would fall down a hole. But that didn't mean you had to stop the game and go away. No, it meant you got another chance. But then Mario, the red one, would run headfirst into a turtle with wings, you know, because that was a thing in that world. And then it didn't mean you had to turn the game off and go away. It meant you got another chance. And again, yes, we're talking about the classic Super Mario Brothers video games here, which even if you've never played those games, it's the fact that that's a journey based upon problem solving, troubleshooting, pattern recognition, and then replicating your best of strategies. Where at the end of the game, Mario and the princess were united and they all lived happily ever after. Only until the Nintendo company would release another game console and basically repeat the same game with different backgrounds, different costumes, and different stories. Do you see the life cycle of a product there all over again, by the way? How do we do this again with an even better audience? So if you don't yet have an idea, some of you out there may not have a specificity in mind in terms of what that product would be. Maybe you are in that place where many people begin of going, I need to expand my business. I need to have that one-to-one help in terms of really breaking down my idea, making sure it's viable, and really bringing that to a market where now, yes, I can help them, and yes, I can earn an income from that. And really, again, that's what hypnotic products is all about. So as much as I'm the guy who's put out so many products over the years and have these massive online communities, some of them shape specifically around business. What's different about this event that's coming up is the fact that it's one-to-one inside of a larger group. Which let me share one more thing with you before we wrap this up, because I want to give you something of value that you can put into use immediately, even before you sign up for the event, even before you join me in Las Vegas. And it's a bit of a hypnotic reframe of changing the word upsell. The concept of an upsell is to then sell somebody something else after they've already bought one thing from you. And the problem with the word upsell is the fact that it puts all of the sort of dialogue on you, the business owner. If we apply a little bit of a reframe and swap out the word upsell instead for upgrade, now it's a different experience. Now it's all about the user, the customer, the client. To upgrade is to give them resources to help them to achieve something faster and easier. To upgrade is to continue the dialogue in such a way that you're leaving them better than they, you found them off, rather than just simply offering them whatever else you may have. So this is where, you'll love this, for hypnotic products in Las Vegas after HypnoThoughts Live, at that event, I could upgrade the experience to say, and if you're interested, you can buy time with me specifically to get one-to-one attention to help bring your product to creation. Well, that's an upgrade I could have offered. I'm not because it's just included. So head over to hypnoticproducts.com and you'll see the entire list of everything you're going to receive as part of this event after HypnoThoughts Live. In addition to the actual two-day training, it's going to be the webinars that we're going to do to continue the conversation and track your success, as well as private time with me when you're ready to further get to that stage of launch and scale and really profit from your own hypnotic products. So I want to thank you so much for joining me during this presentation. The whole idea of this is that I keep noticing that so many people in our industry are thinking small. And just to put some timely thought behind this, you know, it's where the year 2020, where everything changed, it's an opportunity. 
And it's to ask yourself, what's going to define this time frame? Now, in many ways, a lot of us around the world are still inside of the limitations of a global pandemic. Yet the truth is, by creating products, you create the ability to scale and launch and offer services to people that normally might not come to you, might not travel to you, might not pay your private fees. Or again, think about the nature of what I've been doing, where now my clients are now going through a high-value product, and my clients are coming from that product. What would happen differently in the shape of your business when you position yourself at the end of your sales funnel? If this sounds something you'd like to do, check it out, hypnoticproducts.com, happening in Las Vegas after HypnoThoughts Live. Jason Lynette here once again, and as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program, for utilizing this as a resource in your ongoing education, and hey, let's hang out. Join me in Las Vegas after HypnoThoughts Live. It's coming up on the Tuesday and Wednesday after the conference in Las Vegas. Get all the details for this upcoming live in-person training at hypnoticproducts.com. As much as I am the guy with digital delivery and teaching you how to create online programs, we can also separate out what's different and what can we do even better with people actually there interacting. Some of the biggest growth that I've seen from this course over the years is the workshopping, the brainstorming that happens as a large group together with a big community there to support you. And again, head over to hypnoticproducts.com. You'll see that, yes, this is a live in-person training, but it's not just a live in-person training. We've got ongoing webinars to track and chart your success, as well as when you're ready for it, private consulting is integrated directly into your registration for this event. This way, together, you and I can hop onto a call and really break through whatever may be holding you back and get you to that scaling segment of this entire life cycle of a product even better. Check that out. Join me there, hypnoticproducts.com. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com.